Hello, friends. Maestro here, bringing you episode 376 of Maestro on the Mic, doing a Thursday shorty style. In today's episode, I'm talking to you about a different way to do business. Very much inspired by the recent in-person event that I hosted. I want to chat about how I think things can be done. I'm also bringing you a dope announcement. I'm not even going to make you wait till the end of the episode for the announcement because I got excited and I talk about it right in the beginning. So no need to wait because I know that's annoying anyway. All this and more, but first, hey DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro by. Three, two, one. Hello, friends, Maestro here. Welcome back to another episode of my favorite podcast. So for some reason, I feel like I haven't recorded in so long when in reality I am on the same schedule. I'm one day later than I normally record record every week on Sunday, Saturday or Sunday. Uh, Today is Monday as I'm recording this and I'm like, wow, it feels like I haven't recorded in so long. And maybe that's because we just completed a phenomenal two days with the ladies of Legacy. So for those of you who don't know, I run a six-month mentor mine with my biz bestie and life bestie, Jill Coleman. Had her on the podcast. Uh, and you folks really love that episode. So thank you for the uh, for reaching out, for giving the feedback, for sharing. So, you know, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Uh, but we just had our in-person event, our second in-person event for this cohort of Legacy. We hosted that on Thursday and Friday. What was that? May 19th and 20th. And then we played some volleyball on Saturday. And, you know, if you've ever hosted your own live event, they are the best fucking things ever. But they can also, you know, take a lot of energy. And I'm thinking that's why I'm like, man, it feels like I haven't recorded in forever, but I absolutely have. And uh, maybe I'm just still recovering somewhat from that. But actually, that event is what prompted me to want to record this episode, I believe that I've done an episode in the past about kind of recapping the the live event and encouraging you all to attend live events if you have the opportunity to be in the room because nothing compares. I feel like I'm going to say nothing compares. All right, but nothing compares to the magic of being in the room. And the magic of being in the room is created by the humans that are in the room. So if you have the opportunity to go to something, go. Speaking of, Jill and I wanted to create, help create, or provide an opportunity for you to create the magic and experience the magic of being in the room. So we are hosting Boss Up. Boss Up is back. I was actually going to fully like, formally announce this at the end of the episode, but it makes sense to talk about it now. Uh, we ran Boss Up for the first time in 2019. And but we were going to run it again the next year, and COVID obviously had different plans for us. And so we're bringing it back this year simply as a way to get people in the room. In terms of the like formal explanation of what it is, it is an in-person event for 
online and aspiring online business owners, largely those that are in the health and wellness sector, though you all know that if you're able to listen around the edges, everything that we teach is applicable for anyone who wants to be in the online space. But in order to niche down and help have people know that it is definitely for them, we put on the sales page that it's for health and wellness pros. We got two days. We may or may not have some dope guest speakers. And the whole goal is for you to leave knowing who your avatar is, have a strategy in place, understand the main pillars of online business, really just get you started with down that path, give you the resources for that and the overarching, you know, the umbrella view there, the, uh, the skeleton for things. And for those of you that are a little bit further along, We'll have time to dig deeper into the things that you're already providing, help you organize some things. And again, to me, the most important thing is you'll be able to connect with other people who get it. When Jill and I were talking about this and I was like, yeah, let's bring it back. That was, you know, at the top of the list for me, all about connection. And what I'm going to talk about in this episode largely, you know, stems from that circles around that. And this idea of connection, and I, I don't want to take for granted, I don't take for granted the fact that the people in my life, all of them are, are in some way, shape, or form like entrepreneurial, I have a lot of support, what I do is not weird, I don't have to like explain things and people give me weird looks. You know, my, my best friend, Jill, like she literally does the same thing as me. So when I look at other people, some of the people I coach and people I talk to on Instagram, I realize that's not the case for everyone. And especially for the moms out there that can just seemingly feel so lonely. And so anytime that I've been able to host live events or be, you know, running live events, I see it. I see what happens when you get people in the same room. It's why I made the mafia. Even though the mafia is virtual, I saw firsthand the magic that it that happens when you get people together. People that are like-minded, people with similar goals, aspirations, people who are doing the thing. That is what Boss Up does. It brings together a group of people who want to do the thing, are doing the thing, understand your desire to do the thing. And that, I've learned, can be very rare. So we are hosting that October 13th and 14th right here in Redondo Beach at the Shade Hotel. It's going to be fucking amazing. We opened up tickets on the, I'm looking at the calendar, we opened up tickets Ticket sales, the beginning of the week, and I'm looking at the calendar here, we opened them up uh, on the 20th. So last Friday when Legacy, the event wrapped up, we opened up tickets. We also extended invites to some of our former, not some of, all of our former Legacy uh, uh, participants. And uh, we are limiting the seats to 75, and we are currently at 51 registrants. Is that the right word? 51 people have signed up. So if this sounds like something you want to do, I'm going to encourage you, smash that link that's in the show notes. Go check it out. I'll tell you the price right now. I think it's $297. Uh, I'm not trying to hide anything. We actually strategically and specifically priced it at what we feel is like a no-brainer. Yeah, because we also know that you have to fly here or drive here. There's hotel accommodations. Those things cost a lot of money. And we didn't want price to be the thing that kept you away. I don't think that there is another event out there like this. I'm I'm actually going to say there is not another event out there like this where you have two people, two women at the helm. And the whole goal is to bring people together and help them learn, grow, outline things all around 
online business. I've seen the folks who are signing up. I see the list. This is going to be fucking incredible. So if that sounds like something you want to do, smash that link. Hopefully there are still spots available. Two ninety seven is the early bird pricing. It's going to go up. It's going to go up in I think June or July. Um, so this quite you know not, not June because that's actually very soon. I think it goes up in July because the event's not till October. But honestly, the tickets are not going to last that long. Like let's just be honest. Uh, so if that interests you, do me a solid. Go check it out. If you got any questions, do me another solid and shoot me a DM. But today's episode, what I want to talk about is doing business in a different way. And this came up because of you know what I was just speaking about and the event that we just hosted. And you know at the end of the event, Jill and I, you know, Jill actually was recapping and, and talking about things and, and saying how because she was talking about collaborations and such and saying how you know. Jill, for me, is the only person I've ever collaborated with in this kind of capacity. Uh, and our, our interaction, our relationship, our business relationship is just so, so, so good. And, you know, she went on to say that, yes, we have so many, so much in common and our values are very strongly aligned, but we do run our businesses different and we have different business goals and aspirations. And I loved that. And that's also why we started Legacy. We wanted people to be exposed to this these different ways of doing business where one is not better than the other. So much of what we're looking to do with legacy is expose people to new ideas, new ways of doing things and help them gain the confidence to trust themselves, to try new things and handle the outcome and figure out for themselves what approach is best for them and what approach works best for them. You know, ideally they take, you know, a hybrid and take from both of us, they take what, what serves them and they leave the rest and, they go and create the thing that fits best for their life, their lives. And and that's for me when I, I think about online business, business in general, but we'll talk about online business for this episode. When I think about, you know, online business, that is, is so much what I want. And I want people to be able to run their business the way that fits their lives and the way that lights them up and the way that feels good for them. I've done episodes in the past and talked about, you know, how terrifying that phrase is. It's always been done that way before. Uh, and, you know, just blindly going into things and blindly following, you know, protocols and uh, what is the word? Um, advice that perhaps is teaching us how to win at a broken game, right? Which we never ask, do I want to play this game? Do I want to do it that way? And this episode, I know I've been more so tactical and some of the past quite a few of the past episodes and kind of listing things out in this episode I don't I don't have that I, I did my little pseudo outline on the board and I don't have a formal outline of how I want people to do business because that's the whole point my vision is a relationship centered human centered approach relating center centered approach to doing business and uh, you know the last episode that I released was uh, the recap that I had that I did of James Olivia's relate skills intensive. And if everyone could be skilled and again, you get to choose if you use those skills, but everyone, if everyone could be skilled, I do really do believe that businesses would run differently. They, they would be, uh, would be operated differently. They have the potential, the possibility to be operated differently. I, I do not think that if we have, you know, the current management with the current mentality that they may have, yeah, some assumptions being made there, but if 
you know, things, if people are not exposed to other ways of thinking and if people are, you know, all up in their fuckery, I do not believe that the other business models can work. So there is, there are things that have to happen, I've realized for this to work, but it can work. And I was having this discussion earlier today with my girl, Lex Lancaster, about how other models, namely my model, does work. And she's been taking some other courses and getting exposed to other ways of doing business, namely the more traditional approach to doing business and doing online business. And she's like, I just, it doesn't feel good. And you know, there's salient points in some of these things, but overall it doesn't necessarily fit for me. And she's like, the more that I take the, you know, these kind of courses and things, the more that my eyes are opened to how you actually are doing things and how it's different. And the fact that it can work, that you can give the customer autonomy or you can respect the, the person, the customer's sovereignty, and you can invite them to do things. And there's, there doesn't even any kind of coercion when you're trying to sell, it can just be an invitation to purchase. Right? I absolutely do not have any qualms about selling or think that it's inherently bad. I think that it's great that you want to be paid for your services. That's called running a business. I, I think that's, that's great. But the tactics that we use to offer our services and offer our assistance to people, I think that there are other ways out there than what is really marketed the most and what is what is out there and what's taught primarily what's at the forefront and I just want you all to think about that and this relationship centered approach now one of the things that we kind of may think is that okay well if you look back other approaches have worked and number one I'm not coming on here to shit on other approaches right and say they're terrible so that's that's I'm gonna get that out of the way Number two, I think it's always important to define and really analyze. What does it mean that something worked? Did it? Does that mean that you made a lot of money? All right. Again, that's not a bad thing. To me, inherently, it's not a bad thing. But did you enjoy what you're doing? Did you enjoy the people that you worked with? Did you feel good about it? Did it feel in your integrity? If not, and that's a different, there is a difference there between like, it, it was just new for me and I was nervous if, if you know, people were going to like me or people were going to like it. There's a difference between that and like, it just didn't feel good in, in my gut. Like there was, I felt a little bit out of alignment. I just didn't love all of that. There's a difference. Trust your gut. You don't, those kind of things, you don't need more experience or more exposure to for it to feel better. That, that feeling is going to stay there forever. But these other approaches, a relationship-centered, a relationship-focused approach to business can absolutely work and we'll use that word again and I will emphasize the importance of deciding what work means for you. Similarly, what does success mean for you? Does it mean that you have more time? Does it mean that you have, you know, clients that jive better with your with how you're doing things? I, I cannot define that for you. But I truly believe that as it relates to marketing, we don't need to have that kind of coercion and you know, I'm thinking of like a tangible example right now. Folks go wild over sales pages. Like they just get so fixated on, when I say folks, I mean online business owners, they just get so fixated on writing them. And I'm just like, dude, they don't matter that much. Now, I'm not going to lie. I am good at writing them. Good meaning I can clearly, concisely 
express what the things are, what the program is about, what the offer is. I can tell a story succinctly and in a very digestible order so that people will feel reassured by this, right? Because at the end of the day, it's what selling is. I consider sales pages to be reassurance pages. When someone lands on your sales page, they already know if they want to buy or not. They are just looking for that kind of final reassurance. Like, yes, this is for me. Yes, this person, they got me. And what I've noticed is that the majority of business owners that I speak with, they can articulate this, but they have a tough time writing it down. And then when you task them with something that has historically you know, been taught or like has like a, that might have like a system or a protocol that somebody online has sold, then suddenly they get all f- like freaked out and flustered and they're like turned into car salesman robot and like can't speak. Whereas if they go on a sales call with somebody or they're just discussing with somebody who they could potentially help, it flows. So that is what I want people to understand. That connection that oftentimes starts with conversation is ultimately what can drive conversions, right? People tend to get so focused on conversions. They want sales, which I get because you're trying to run a business. What my whole shtick is, is that building relationships, focusing on connection, having those conversations is the easiest way to get those conversions. So earlier, you know, I said I was talking, speaking with Lex and she brought up about physical therapy and she was like, sometimes I think, I don't know, sometimes I think, not, not sometimes I think, I know that, you know, our backgrounds as physical therapists, physical therapists definitely helped out. And, you know, I've said this before many, many times that I truly believe that physical therapy is the best first career. And she was speaking about it in, in terms of how physical therapy, it can prepare you to meet or give you practice in meeting people where they're at. And we've all had it where you have someone come in and you just like listen to them and they feel better. Or you listen to them, you give them a few little things to do, nothing fucking wild, and they feel better. Even in those wild cases that you're like, I'm not really sure, you have the trust. And when you refer out to somebody else, like in my mind, like Anna Hartman just comes to mind that if I had some wild case, I'd be looking to refer to her. I'd be looking to refer out to Missy Bunch. And that that client would still feel safe. Right? They would still feel that they were in good hands, even though I wasn't the one taking care of them because we had built that trust. We had established that relationship and the whole business model being around that relationship. So I truly believe that you know, physical therapy is the best first career from a tactical practice perspective because of that. And I think inherently because it attracts people who want to help. Like, I don't think anybody goes into physical therapy being like, I want to make a billion dollars. And if they do, then they are not very good at making decisions and analyzing events because that is not why you go into this career. But in the fact that it, uh, you know, attracts this, this healing type, this helping type, I think that physical therapy from there, uh, as, as when people start practicing, it just refines that skill that these people have inherently or innately. It gives them opportunities to practice that skill set of listening to people and matching them, their energy and mirroring them and truly feeling them. That sounded weird, but anyone who has been in you know, a health, the health world 
it's more than just the conversation. You can feel that person. You can feel when the person is uneasy. You can feel when their nervous system relaxes. You can feel when they're on edge. You can feel when they're scared. You can feel when they're overwhelmed. When you treat, I think that it just gives you so many more opportunities or so many opportunities to refine that skill set. And then when you bring it into a, a different realm, let's say the online business space, I truly believe you can build a different model and it will succeed. I'm thinking off the top of my head about webinars. So when I first started running webinars, I had no desire to sell on it. It was like, I just want to present information very much like with the in-services that we would do for other people in the clinic or, you know, you go to a, a, a what is it called? You go to a continuing ed course and you learn some stuff and you want to share with everybody else, you do an in-service. Or you're looking to bring people, and yeah, there is kind of, you know, the, the selling model there, but you're looking to bring people into the clinic to talk about and teach about certain things and, and demonstrate your expertise. I'm thinking off the top of my head, I did one about running. I was very into marathon running and, I, you know, the barefoot movement was going on and we posted a workshop at the, at the clinic. It was free. And I was like, I totally just brought that model into the online space. I remember talking to you know uh, someone else who was, in the, who was in the online space at the time and way ahead of me, and they were just like blown away at that thought of like, you're not selling anything on it? And I was like, no, I'm just going to provide information and provide value and give them the opportunity to see the value of this. Or, you know, perhaps you put a price tag on it of like 15 bucks and that's it and give them the opportunity to you know, give them information if they want, you know, next steps, but not like the goal isn't to sell them these other things. And it was just like, they're just blown away. Like, what? You do that? What? That doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. And then it was like, that, that is like a no brainer, right? Providing value and building relationships, establishing relationships, and then offering solutions, paid solutions to those people who trust you. It's, it's to me a very, very simple model and one of the discussions we had during the Relate Skills Intensive is the fact that this takes time. Having these conversations with people and really, truly listening, right? practicing one of those skills of empathic listening, that shit takes time. It doesn't happen in two seconds. And I'm in my DMs all day. I'm talking to people all day. And I still write my emails myself. Right? I'm the one that's writing back to people when I send out my broadcasts, my weekly-ish broadcasts. I am the one who does my Instagram posts and writes the captions and responds to people. This is not to say that if you don't do that or if the business that you are interacting with doesn't do that, that that business is bad or shady. I simply want to propose another way of doing business. You know, one of the things that you see promoted so much and talked about so much is, is like outsourcing things immediately and delegating things immediately. And if you're doing a job that, you know, is a $20 an hour job and your hourly rate is $200 that you're wasting your time. And like, I can understand this and there can absolutely be validity to that. But again, I wanted to hop on my podcast to share my thoughts. And my thought there is, Run your business however the fuck you want. And actually, that's not my thought. That is in uh, Dr. Ellie Summers' original. Uh, if, if Courtney, could you link that episode? I read that episode a long-ass time ago, but that was my favorite quote from that episode uh, with Ellie. And that's what it comes down to. Run your business however works for you. Hold on to all the tasks until you don't want to hold on to them. 
Do the things that make you happy. Write in the way that makes you happy. Post in the way that makes you happy. Show up in the way that makes you happy. Right? In the ways that are in alignment with your values and your integrity. And then we take radical responsibility for the outcome. Yes, we have to understand that if people are used to hearing a different story, that it may take time for them to hear this one and understand this one and internalize it and feel safe with it. For sure. I also believe that when it comes to something just as innate as human connection, I just had like a total like flash in my head of Avatar because it's coming out the next one, I don't know, coming out later this year. And I'm just thinking about, you know, I loved Avatar. I loved it. And when they use like their like ponytail thing and they like, I don't know, their tail, like they hook into like the world, the universe, the physical world around them, that connection there. When it's something that's like that innate, and I know you've all experienced it, when you just like met someone and they, you get them, and when you're with someone who you just connect with or someone who you just feel safe with, a provider or a person that you just feel safe with, like that connection, that, that um, just human connection that exists there, I don't think that that actually needs to take as long as other things that people don't in, inherently understand the value of. So, you know, as it relates to just business in general, when we're thinking about, you know, niching down, niching down, if you want to say it, one of the things that I encourage people to think about is like, are other people doing this already? That's not a bad thing if they are. It's actually a good thing because it means that it's one less story that you need to tell. When I say telling a story, I don't mean that in a pejorative way or in like a, we're going to look to, uh, you know, I can't even think of the word. We're looking to uh, like scam people or anything like that. And I tell a story, it's just like, what have you heard? What are you used to? What's familiar? What do you just perceive to be as like the default for things? And if the story that you're looking to tell is something that folks are not used to hearing, that doesn't mean it's bad, nor does it mean you shouldn't do it. It just means that it will probably take a little bit longer for people to accept it and internalize it and quote unquote normalize it as opposed to a story that they've already heard time and time and time again, right? I've, when, if you ever watched my pricing webinar, it's, it's largely the, the central, it's a large central theme, this idea of it's pricing is storytelling, right? it's part of a story. And we think about the stories that people have already heard, like, okay, what's the market holding? What do people you know, typically value this thing at? Just the stories that they, that they have, stories that they've learned from their parents, how they grew up, but it's all just stories. This is how I feel about marketing and online business. It's a story that's been told, and I believe that we can absolutely tell a different story. And I just want to make people aware of that fact, what story exactly it is. I'm not here to say, I'm not here to be like, this is the one. But I would love to see that story be more relationship-centered, more human-centered, more person centered. And I truly believe that it will not take as long as other things because people feel it. They get it. They understand that connection. They understand the trust that's there when you just jive with someone, when you just connect with somebody. So, you know, in a time where conversions reign supreme, my whole theory, my whole thinking is that conversations beget connection and connection begets conversion. All right. I'm looking at the time, so I'm going to wrap this up. This is a Thursday intermediate shorty. Uh, what do I got? Orders of business here. Uh, number one, again, hit me back if you have any 
uh, opinion on what to do for the summer episodes. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to take away the the Monday long episodes just for the summer. Uh, take away the interviews because I want to work on another project. And uh, I will still have the capacity to do the solo episodes, though. So if you're thinking, yeah, two shorties a week would be awesome. If you're like, three shorties a week would be awesome. If you're like, just do the one episode that's not even a shorty that keep calling a shorty on Thursday. I would love to hear from you. So please let me know what what would what do you want? What would be good for you? Right? You can text me 310-737-2345. I promise I write back. I was having a conversation with my guy Aaron the other day. I will write back to you. I promise. Or you can shoot me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, second order of business, boss up. This episode will drop on Thursday the 26th. Hopefully there are still tickets still available at that time. Use the link in the show notes. Go check it out. Early bird pricing is still available. At the time I am recording this, which is Monday, we have sold 51 tickets out of 75. So make your moves. Uh, number three, Pride Swag is officially, officially, officially available. And technically the doors are going to close tomorrow. Friday the 27th. So we got all the things uh, fixed up. I, I believe, so we dropped the show notes, excuse me, the, the link in the show notes from last episode, but everything is in the store. I'm not sure if the long sleeves were in the store at that time. So everything is in the store. If you want that 2022 Pride swag, also make moves. The link will once again be in the show notes doors will close tomorrow, the 27th. Why? Because I'm trying to get them to you. I, I, I'm not making the things, but uh, I want BSTs to be able to get them to you before the end of June. Right? It is not helpful for people to receive them in July. Yes, y'all are amazing and be wearing them all year long. I appreciate it. But also I'd love for you to be able to wear them during Pride Month, which is June. So... There you have it. Those are all the announcements that I have. As always, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. Until next time, friends, maestro. Maestro.